1: Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I've spent the last couple days talking about executive functioning skills. And according to attitudemag.com, in an article I've linked in the show notes, a really great way to improve our executive functioning is to focus in on first reducing our stress levels. The state of mind that we're in impacts executive functioning skills more than most people realize, but it makes sense. We're not functioning at our highest capacity if we're experiencing high levels of stress that are not only distracting us, but depleting us. This is why the best methods to improve our executive functioning skills will encourage us to believe in ourselves and our ability to improve relaxation is a really important part of that, so reducing the stress in our lives, or at least reframing so that we can feel less stressed about it, and consciously work to increase the joy in our lives. Because according to the article, executive functions depend on our prefrontal cortex, which is the part of the brain responsible for orchestrating thoughts and actions to align with internal goals. So when we're stressed, we can't think clearly or exercise good self-control. And one reason for that is even mild stress floods our prefrontal cortex with dopamine, but not the rest of the brain, essentially taking that prefrontal cortex offline and stress will disrupt our functional communication between different neural regions, such as the amygdala, which the amygdala is responsible for sending out alarm signals when it's detecting danger, real or perceived. So the prefrontal cortex is the thing that calms down our amygdala when there really is no danger, or when the danger has passed. But when the communication between the two get disrupted that calm down message from the prefrontal cortex does not make it through so this means we will remain in a stressed and hypervigilant state despite the circumstances many of us were taught that people perform better on challenging cognitive tasks when they feel a bit on edge or under a bit of pressure and the truth is that stress even extremely mild stress impairs the executive functions of most people. The article goes on to suggest some strategies to reduce stress, which I thought were really helpful, and I'm going to include those as well. Some of those include creating stable routines. Predictability, consistency, and clarity about what is and not permitted can help reduce stress. That said, I will interject with my own thoughts on routine, in the sense that if you get into a routine so much so that you become reliant on it, it can make you a little fragile to anything that disrupts that routine, so remember that you're using these as a tool to reduce stress and increase predictability, not become so beholden to these routines that they consume you. The article also suggests treating mistakes as a natural consequence of learning and stretching one's own abilities. And y'all know i love a growth mindset so by having this type of mindset it instills that confidence to keep showing up even when we get knocked down and it teaches us to view those failed attempts as what they are opportunities to learn and grow so practicing self-compassion and being able to ask for help or set boundaries are other really great ways to reduce our stress Plus, we know the classics like exercising or movement-based mindfulness have been proven to not only reduce stress, but also improve our executive functions, according to a comprehensive review referenced in the article. Hanging out with pets and loved ones, snuggling, hugging, all of those things can improve our mood, executive functions, and reduce our stress. In fact, studies show that the presence of a dog in the classroom, whether in preschool, grade school, or university, or in a workplace, reduces stress and improves attention and performance. But improving our executive functions is not just about reducing stress. It's also about improving those higher-level thinking skills. But there are plenty of activities that can improve all executive functioning, including but not limited to anything involving the arts theater dance music any sport like soccer or basketball especially things like martial arts which emphasize self-control and discipline and character development in fact one study showed that children who practiced taekwondo saw greater gains in all dimensions of their executive functioning skills studied compared to the children who took standard physical education classes The article goes on to say that a review of all methods tried for improving executive functions confirmed that mindful movement activities like the martial arts and tai chi show the best results for improving executive functioning skills of all the different methods tried in the study. Things like cooking, woodworking, caring for pets or loved ones are all activities that require planning, cognitive flexibility, perseverance, and creative problem-solving, which are all the executive functioning skills. So when you are doing these things, don't be afraid to draw explicit analogies between the activities you're doing and the ones you'd like to improve on, like for work or school. Transferring skills becomes a hell of a lot easier when we remember the concepts behind them. And hell yeah, just like that, we've wrapped up the executive functioning episodes. Look at us. We did it. Together, we functioned right through that shit, and I just appreciate you coming along for the journey. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at mydbpodcast, or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnedbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Marica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well.